This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views or opinions expressed are those of our own. We do not offer any professional or medical advice. Welcome to Kinky Frame of Mind, where we talk about anything and everything. Now let's get kinky. Hey, you kinky fuckers. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Come on in, sit down, enjoy the show. The shit show? Yep. <laughs> As always, I am the one and only Don Juan. You're a little on the calm side. You're mellow. I'm mellow. <laughs> I'm mellow. <laughs> but I'm the man behind the voice. Yeah. And with me, as always, the beautiful, sassy. Not me. Miss Sin. <laughs> and we are the Kinky Frame of Mind podcast. Yes, we are. So thanks for coming back again, guys. Hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. If not, at least we are. So. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. We are. We're having a good time doing it, so hopefully yeah. you guys are liking it. There might be one or two people out there that listen, but, you know. Yeah. So. There's one or two people that listen to one, one or two people that that hate it. So we're 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 pretty good odds. You're gonna fall into one, one or two, two, (laughs) two categories. Yeah. So yeah, at least hopefully maybe you'll just pick the one that's like you know I like them. Yeah, we hope that you guys just stay in the category of liking. But yeah, all you haters out there, keep hating. Keep hating. (laughs) So we'll start this thing like we always do. Mm-hmm. Get the paid shit out or whatever. <laughs> so, start with our sponsors. Yeah. First and foremost, altplayground.net. Mm-hmm. Our website of choice. The place we go to see all the sexy place people. Um, with all the new events coming up. All <coughs> the, well. Yeah. All the new events and... Um, that meet, are that are coming up for the summer and meet and greets are going on. Mm-hmm. They, they started a couple weeks ago. Yes, they're moving on good, having a good turnout. We're growing, adding stuff. Mm-hmm. More meet and greets this weekend. Yes, be there. So, so if there's one close to you, get there. Yeah, I know. I think there's three going on this weekend. So nice. All over OKC. I think there's one in Detroit. I can't remember where that other one is. So, but they're all happening, but get signed up, get active. Yeah. You know, we always hear this thing about, well, it's not big in my area. Make it big. Make it big. Work on it to be big. Yeah. Because so many times, just like in our area, the popular website sucks. Oh my, yes. It's outdated, it's old. Right. But nobody wants to change. Where there's these... This new great site out there that we're promoting, no, no, no one wants to go to it because it's different. Right, it's different. And get on there, get signed up, get active, get your friends involved. Then it's going to grow. Then it's going to become a, a better place. Right. We can't just hope and wish for something to happen because it, it, that better thing's there now. Right. It's all playground. It, all playground.net. The better thing's there. We just got to get people tapped into it. Yes. So, like in our area, we're trying to grow it. Definitely. So it's a good, good, a good site. Get, get on there, get active, get involved. Mm-hmm. 
So check out the podcast corner. Check out the communities. Check out our community. Join it. Add it. Whatever. Yes. So next. You know you got to have a shirt that says Kinky Frame of Mind. Yes, or a hat. Or... Where are you going to go get it? Probably from Full Swap Shop. Can't go to fucking Kmart. No. Can't go to Target and get it. No. I wish our shit was in Target. That would be cool. But. It's not. The only place to get official. There might be some, some guys out there bootlegging some shit. <laughs> but for the official Kinky Frame of Mind merch. It's a full swap shop. Mm-hmm. Or through us. Or through us. But fullswapshop.com. If you don't like our shit, go out there and check out the the, the other sites. Exactly. Get, so, get somebody's shit. The next Full Swap Radio. Yes. 24-7 best podcast out there. We keep adding and adding. The guys that are doing it just keep, keep, keep growing. Mm-hmm. They definitely are... Adding people all the time. There's there's all kinds of people out there to listen to. Um, if you don't know really what you're into or what you like, just start listen. fucking listening to something. So we got some shit com- coming up personally mm-hmm. this weekend. Yes. If you're listening to this when it comes out tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to be in OKC doing the meet and greet for all playground. Yes. At the club. Right. Great venue great people come out and just fucking party with us right have have a good time just come out and hang, hang out so speaking of fucking partying yes we're gonna throw a party we're gonna help throw a party oh do we get to announce yeah <gasps> we we announced it last week too we've been talking oh, wait. about it i never mind thinking, oh, the, other thinking the other one no they, the, the other one we still can't announce yet Dang it. but october we're yes. we're throwing a fucking party. Yes, we are. With with our friends. I hope y'all come out. Pod bash, October twenty first to twenty third. Mm-hmm. Secrets Hideaway, Kissimmee, Florida. Kissing me. Kissing me. <laughs> Podbashevents.com is the website. Get out there, mm-hmm. get your rooms booked now because they're, they're they're going fast. Yes. This thing's gonna be a sellout. Yes. And it's just gonna be a a, a party. We're gonna go out there and have a good time. Got a lot of stuff planned. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be exciting. Get out there. So we hope to see you guys. So yes. how you how you been, baby? Good. Busy. Busy? Been busy. How you been? You've been busy too, huh? We're busy. <laughs> tired, busy. Yeah. So. I'm a little tired today. Been a long week, but it has. I woke up thinking it was Friday. I wished. I mean, it doesn't matter. I still work on Saturday, but... Yeah, but it's one day closer to partying, though, too. Yes. But we got a busy weekend. We, we, we got a meet and greet in Wichita Friday night. And we got our meet and greet in OKC on Saturday night. Right. So it's a party fucking weekend. Exactly. For us. So Sunday we're doing nothing. Yep. <laughs> we're going to vegetate, come home, get, get the puppy, and just lay around. Yeah, he's going to go grandma's. Yep. So last week we had our, a, a, a dungeon party, and then yeah, a dugon yes. party, a dugon party, a dugon party. So it went pretty good. Yeah, a little bit smaller crowd, but we, we had a lot, a lot of new people. Yeah, a lot of seems like a lot of people are starting to come out and get active and do stuff again. So for us, it kind of goes in spurts. It does. It we'll does. get a bunch of new people. 
it, it's always fun to see new people do stuff, not just come out, but just get involved. You yeah, know? and to actually do different things. And we had a couple of different scenes. Yeah, we had a couple of different ones. I had somebody late in in the evening asked to do fire, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. It was her first event. Yeah. She was a little worried about doing something, but then mm-hmm. afterwards she's like, I wish I, I, wish, I wish I would have done something sooner that night. Right. You know, so. It happens. <coughs> it happens. I mean. They, so that, that's the thing, guys. Whenever you go to something, get involved. It, it's fun. It's okay to sit back, but if you really, really want to do something, get involved. Find find somebody to, to get involved with and, and, and do it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, the, this new person's been on. BDCM site for a long time, kind of just making it out. Just kind of always wanted to come out to an event, but she's always been worried. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny, you know. She, she she comes out to our our dinner event, which kind of fit. She did. Yeah, she 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 was at dinner. Oh, that's right, that's right. The the fancy dinner. The fancy dinner. Yeah. Which kind of fit her smaller event. It was less mm-hmm. less scary, so she right. came out. Got, which is good. Got, got to know a few of us, and now she's. Want to do all, all all kinds of stuff, which is which is good because that's good. A, yeah. But you know, she sat and watched all night. I did some fire. She liked that, huh? She liked that. She's like, "Can I do the moose thing?" <laughs> and then afterwards, she's like, "I wish I would have done something sooner." Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. taking the yeah. time to get the nerves it's just out. Take, and... It's taking the time, but sometimes you know we we get so worried about what's going on that we mm-hmm. you, you don't you, you don't know we you, we we don't. Uh, we don't know how how to get started, and that fear is always a thing, you know. So right, and it is you have to you have to kind of work through it, and then once you see, okay, well, these people are doing it; they don't seem to be too scared. They don't, you know. I remember our first time going to a kink event, and we'd been in the lifestyle for fucking years, and mm-hmm. it was still awkward. But back then, the Wichita events were, were a lot different. Right, you know? they were they were definitely a lot different. We, we had a bunch that had a hundred people at it mm-hmm. so it was a lot more intimidating to walk into your first time right and not know hardly anybody and just you know have to kind of mingle your way through mm-hmm. wasn't we, wasn't quite so uh cozy especially for us you know coming from the swing side where we knew all kinds of people and we've grown those relationships to walk into this room with a hundred people and not know anybody hardly. We knew a couple people. Mm-hmm. And now look at us. We like throw on events. We, yeah. we do things and now we don't care if we know people are just like, yeah, let's just go with it. But your first events always kind of scary. Yeah. You're, it's always kind of nervous, but get, get involved. Yes. It's okay to sit behind a computer and be on, on a website and chat with people. But the big thing is getting involved in, in the community. There's mm-hmm. so many advantages to yeah being involved the community you know we we support each other we encourage each other mm-hmm. but and you learn your likes and dislikes and there's the the learning the safety the mm-hmm. education the accountability that comes from being involved in the community right that's what you know this isn't a solo thing right we can't be superman out there all by ourselves we have to have people around us to help us, mm-hmm. to educate us, to teach us, yeah, to do whatever, you know. That's why we need the the community. It's not just, oh, I'm, I'm gonna sit here and learn myself. There, there's things we can't learn, or just by watching videos or reading right. books. You know, learning from somebody that's hands on. 
that's experienced it, that's fucked up, that's done the mm-hmm. the shit. So you don't have to go through that. Right. Is <coughs> God damn, I just got the cough somebody does. <laughs> Excuse him for a Sorry. moment. <laughs> I'm even drinking trying trying not to, but it, I think it's all a cotton from yeah. the trees right now. Our allergies are crazy. Yes, that's what lo- living in Kansas is all about. <laughs> Every day is a new allergy. Oh, Lord, we, Lord, yes. Whether you have one or not, if you move to Kansas, you're going to fucking have one. You're going to you're gonna get one, if not yeah. several. Yeah. And each day is different. So. Oh, yeah. God damn. So. So, we have emails today, huh? Yeah, we got emails. <laughs> you got them or do I got them? Um, I can. I mean, we both can get to them. Do you want me to? Yeah. Why don't okay. you go and do the first one? This is kind of different. Hey, why don't, why don't you take, <laughs> take, take the lead? Which, which one should I start with? The first one you, we got. I don't remember... Which one I sent to you first? Um, the insecure. Th- okay, okay, okay. So this this particular email we we did we both both subjects to this. Yeah, they but they both kind of go together. They do, but at the same time, they um, they can be touchy for some people. So, anyways. Um, this one says, I've been listening to your, your podcast for a while now, and I'm not sure if I've missed it or if I've just at least, or if you could just at least touch on this, um, touch on this subject. But my husband is dating a girl who tends to have a lot of jealousy and is very insecure with herself. How do you handle this? Hmm. <laughs> uh, there's, <laughs> yeah. R- really, there's, n- I don't want to be rude. People that have insecurities, there's not much that we, we can do. No. And and for insecurity insecurities or anything like that, it's not our responsibility or or the person you're dating's responsibility to fix that. Um we can help we you. can help it, but we can encourage you can't it. expect that person to fix it, especially when it's not your primary partner. You you can't expect a boyfriend or girlfriend. Even whenever it's your primary partner, like whenever you were going through your shit, like we mm-hmm. talked about a couple weeks ago, I couldn't fix you. Right. No matter how bad I wanted to fix let's, you, let's stop that. We were just talking about it a couple weeks. I didn't have issues. No, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. You know. No, you couldn't fix me. All through, I had to do through, is through, make that decision. Through all that shit, I wish I had the magic wand just to. Say Boop. fixed, yep. you know. You're fixed. But no, you had to work through that. I had to work through it, and mm-hmm. I had to, I had to make the decision to want to work through it. I couldn't instead of just dwelling in my pity, pity me party, and and I'm not saying everybody's insecurities are pity me. I'm just saying I, for me myself, yeah. I knew that I had to get past my pity party and but, and work through it. Most of the time, our insecurities are just us. Mm-hmm. It's not how people really see us or believe mm-hmm. us to be. It's what we see. It's all the baggage we've carried with us through, through the years, uh-huh. just accumulating. And and just like you know, my biggest insecurity is my weight. Mm-hmm. My weight fluctuates mm-hmm. up and down, like like I've talked about, like mine and yours, and a lot of people. The way I grew up did not help that, right? You know, I wrestled my whole life. That number meant a lot every day. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it, it was season or off season, I, I was still stepping on the fucking scales every day. Right. So even to this day. We step on the scales. I try not to right now. 
And so I just feel like I'm fat, you know, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I've gained 10, 10 pounds. But because if I step on the scale every day, it becomes a obsession. Mm-hmm. And if I don't see what I want the next day, I'm, I'm pissed. Right. So see, my- for me, for me, it's almost just a, a, uh, a ritual. Yeah. It's, and if I don't do it, I feel like I've missed something in my day, so I'm, I but, do it. But the way I grew up, it, be, yes. it became an obsession, you know? Right. Especially whenever, you know... You were trying to make sure you hit numbers, and you were, yeah. you were trying to wrestle down, and... and you know, there, <laughs> there, there were some years, like my sophomore year, there was only one o- open spot for varsity, and I, mm-hmm. I lost a lot of weight, because I'm like, I can't beat this kid, I can't beat this kid, but hey, I can beat this kid. Right. So it became an obsession, Right to make that weight, and to have that, and to have that ranking. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it wasn't safe. No, it and wasn't, because, and nor healthy at that. And because time. I still feel like because of things I did back then, that's part of my weight issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets mental in your head. Yeah, and so the insecurities with people um, like weight or, or you know, my boobs aren't big enough, or my ass isn't big enough, or I've got too much cellulite, or whatever. It's more us being more critical on uh-huh, ourselves. Uh-huh. We're we're harder and make our insecurities worse to ourselves than others. Right. So with that though, in the lifestyle, I feel as as a partner, a play partner, a poly partner, or however you want to deem your partner. This couple was just dating, so yeah, we don't um, know what they're right. I'm just saying, however, however you want to label whatever it is you want to label, it's not that person's responsibility to fix you. But as a good partner, we're there to help and support, help and support. Right now, if it's just if you're just doing the whole one and done with these people. Then and I think they were talking about actually dating. Yeah, it's a dating. Yeah. So then, then of course, there's not going to be an expectation of fixing. But if you're dating, and even I guess to the degree of how how far, I mean, if you've only been dating five or six times, it might be a little soon to try to get. But there are ways for us to, even if we're new to people, mm-hmm. to help with that insecurity that it's it's not hard to pay a compliment to people yeah, that 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 that's the biggest all. thing period you at know? any time and it's compliments are our huge thing you mm-hmm. know we've talked about this before like the lady at the restaurant and you give a compliment and she comes to me and in the bathroom and says your husband's flirting with me but here here's because the, she wasn't used to a compliment here's the other thing though you women are great at giving each other compliments. Mm-hmm. Guys, we don't do that. To other to, guys? To each other. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, th- I think women need to encourage it to men, to, to even compliment men. We need to. Except for, we just got to make sure that the men don't take it too far. Yeah. But just like, Brennan from Front Porch Swingers posted on Twitter the other day about normalizing guys giving guys compliments. Yes. We need to do that. But it doesn't mean that you're... There, there's not a stigma. It doesn't mean... If I tell a guy he looks nice, it doesn't mean I want to fuck him. Right. It just means, dude, you picked out the right outfit. Or, you know, you're rocking that. Or whatever. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's just a fucking compliment. We've had that come up come up a couple times lately. Because Brenna posted that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. On, on, on Twitter. Then in one, one of my Facebook groups, we had a g- gay guy yes. say that he, he was a... You know, we had a thirsty Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
post that said, okay, let's do some something different. Let's name our three sec- secret crushes. Mm-hmm. And a friend of ours that's openly gay that's in the group's like, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I don't know how people are, are going to. And just because. And, and the, I've talked to this guy a lot. And yeah. that, that's one of his big concerns. You know, If I tell somebody, hey, you're cute or I think you look attractive, how are they going to take it? Right. How how How's a straight guy going to take a gay guy? Right. But it shouldn't be that way. If a guy tells you that you look nice. I mean, it's I mean? just like that guy that you're talking about. He he works out religiously. Oh, he, and you've told him, dude, you're looking really good. And he's got a great fucking butt, you know, because yes. he works out all the time. He's got this. He's got a he's got a rock hard ass. Yeah. I mean, every time I post, I'm like, dude, you got a nice ass. You know? Yeah. But and he does. But he he works hard for he that. He works hard for. So he he, he deserves that compliment. And yes. he shows it off. And yeah. he's proud of it because he works. But, but, but he doesn't take it. And, and you're a straight guy going to him. He doesn't go. Oh, he's interested in me. Yeah. He's just like, thanks, man. But one 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 of his biggest concerns is upsetting somebody yeah and he doesn't want to come across as like that stereotypical i'm going to push my way into yeah. you so he, so he's afraid to give another guy a compliment mm-hmm. but you know we shouldn't be that way to me whenever i'm dressed nice compliments are nice a woman give give me compliments is nice nice but whenever one of my brothers gives me a compliment even if i don't know the guy mm-hmm. if another guy gives me a compliment hey you look nice in that or or hey that that jacket looks nice on you that shirt looks good yeah it it's different to me May, maybe it's not everybody but you know it it makes you kind of not stand taller not to this might sound rude okay but when my competition is giving me a, a compliment yeah it's not to another guy's your 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 competition but but he's another guy and yeah. you guys are all in the same room looking at these women yeah whatever i mean it, well, we're all going after the same people, and somebody right. gives you a comment. It's kind of a. It's nice to know that they're nice. acknowledging the fact that, all right, dude stepped it up. He looks good. Yeah. You know? Because we're taking the time to, to do that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But insecurities can be anything, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it, can, it can be. I mean, and even insecurities in your your relationship at home your your performance uh-huh. whatever you know just like we talked about if you know you're going to be a 5 minute guy mm-hmm. find something rock that 5 minutes i mean rock her world in 5 fucking minutes or find a skill to help that become right. a great at this or that or that you know or or if if you can only last 5 minutes you better make that 5 minutes the best fucking time of her life but don't and... let that become an insecurity right if you're a little bigger woman, you know, or if you're super skinny, yeah, whatever it is, because there's insecurities on both realms, and oh, yeah. I've been on both realms of the thing. I've been super skinny and I've been heavier, and it, it's hard either direction. You know, one of my biggest insecurities, I sh- doing this right here, it is a stretch for for me at times. You know, my, my stutter, my language, oh, yeah. you know, that that's a huge insecurity for me. But I'm trying not to let that kind of stuff hinder what I want to do in life. You Just kind of like the guy who reached out to you and says, you know what? Keep rocking your podcast. I've got a stutter, too, and it's nice to hear someone out yeah. there. And to me, it's normal. I, it, I don't, you know, if anything, 
when you get excited, that's when I'm like, okay, we slow down. Maybe I need some Adderall to help that. <laughs> but it's like you when you tell me. Can I take a couple of years and try it? <laughs> Maybe I won't stutter. You're just not telling everybody I'm on Adderall. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have, the doctor has said, we need to slow you down. <laughs> I go nine miles next to a minute. So you, sometimes, babe, I don't understand a word you just said. Slow it down. Take it from 10 to 2. Yes, 10 to 2. Slow it down. So insecurities are, are common. Mm-hmm. We can't fix that person's insecurities, but we can help them work through it. Mm-hmm. If they want to work through it. If they want to work through it. That's the key. You so, can't force them. Sometimes we want to hold on to that insecurity because it's our secure, security. Security. Like, like <laughs> it. it sounds right. It's an insecurity, but it's, secu- it's security. Because we too. hide behind that fucking yes. thing. It's, it's just like... I'm... I'm too big to do that. Right. I'm hiding behind my insecurities so I don't have to step out and do something. Right. It's just like with me. It's like. I I am not the skinniest, but I'm not where I used to be. Do I always like to wear some of the things that show off parts of me? No. Because I don't like the way I feel when I see that. Nobody else could really care. Do I care what anybody else thinks? No, I really don't. But I care how I feel in it. Yeah. So if I don't feel good, then it's not going to make me feel or have fun wherever I'm at. It's no different than me. You know, I was going to say the same thing. You know, when when we go to pool parties, mm-hmm. I wear basically nothing. Very skimpy boy shorts, speedos, thongs. Mm-hmm. But when I first got in the lifestyle, yeah, I wasn't going to do that because. I'm too fat for that. Right. I'm too big. The the skinny guys do that. The fit guys do that. Mm-hmm. I, I I hid behind my, my insecurity of, of my weight. Right. To not have to step out and do that. But once I did it, I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to rock this shit. Yeah. Sometimes we just want to hide behind our insecurities and not let them do anything. Right. But, we we want to hold on. To the, that's our badge of honor. Is our insecurity. <laughs> right. And, but it is one of the things. And we want to tell everybody about it. But we don't want to do nothing to fix it. Right. Except for, like now, I don't care what people think of yeah. me. I don't care how they view me as I look. It's how I feel myself. But when, once we decide to get over that insecurity or we want people to help, help us. Yeah. You know, but that's what our partners are for, to help, not to fix. Right. So it's to, just like the saying that you said to me, you know, it's not my job to tell you that you were overweight. It's my job to tell you, you look beautiful. Yeah. And, but it is my job to tell you that you're too fucking skinny from now on. Whenever you get that size again. Whenever, no. Whenever you're not healthy, I'm not going to let you. Hey, I was healthy. Point. No, you did not look healthy whenever you got super skinny. But that's, I was How also. How many people have told you that? I was also very, I was working out a lot too. But you were starving yourself. I wasn't starving myself. I ate. Not as much as we should have been. I no, I ate. So, but what, you just got too skinny. Yeah. You weren't healthy looking. Okay. Well, I don't plan on getting back down there. That's fine. Besides, that's been many years ago, and yeah. and so age has definitely not helped that. The other one we're just gonna hit on real quick in that. We're not gonna d- oh, the jealousy. On, the jealousy. Yeah. The jealousy depends on. It's such a. We'll do a whole podcast on jealousy at yeah. some point because there's so many, so var- many variables. variables. But what's causing the jealousy is what needs to be addressed. Addressed, and it's not always the thing that we think is 
causing the jealousy. It's something else. And, it comes back to our insecurities make us jealous. Right. And so, so if we're not fixing our insecurities, we're not going to be able to fix our, our jealousy. Right. And you have to be able to break it down and, and break it down far enough that you understand exactly where it's coming from. You know, if, if it's, I don't ever feel pretty. I don't feel good about myself. Why? But jealousy a lot of times is a fear of a made-believe thing. Right. It's and, the fear of the what-ifs. It's the fear of the, what if my husband does this? What if my wife does this? What if my, what What if that guy that I really like right now do, doesn't like me or doesn't want to play or I, I'm not good at this? I'm my, not good my, at the, my husband's going to be happier with this woman or my, my girlfriend's going to be happier with this. And it's not. The the thing is, is breaking it down, though, and finding out where your insecurity lies. So, for example, if you are not ever feeling pretty or um, you feel too big, where does that break down to? Where did, did that stem from a childhood thing? Is it maybe your spouse not ever giving you a compliment and so maybe you're just not feeling as pretty? And it, And it could be numerous amounts of things. And we need to be giving our spouses, our partners... Are whoever we're after. It's not okay. <laughs> Have to back yourself up a minute. Don't just give compliments to the person that you're trying to fuck. Right. Like. It's really easy. I, I, I'm I, I'm saying this from experience. Okay. It's really easy for us to tell the person we're trying to fuck. Oh, you look pretty nice. You look, mm-hmm. you, you look, look gorgeous. Sexy. You're so fucking but, hot. And but we forget to tell our, our partners that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, our partners, our primaries, our our. You and I, we're bad at each, with each, with each other. I know it, but but we've we've gotten better. We we yes. used to be bad, but you know, just telling telling your wife because your, your wife's gonna dress up for the same event that the fucking person that. that but not even fuck that. Is. It's. Even if she walks out of the bedroom in her sweats, her hair yeah. up, makeup ran down her face, at some point you need to look at her and go, God, you're beautiful. But, even when you look like a shit show. <laughs> even whenever we're out to events, you know, yeah. we're, it's real easy for us to flirt and tell somebody else that they're, mm-hmm. but your wife's, your wife or your husband's putting in the same effort. Right. You're sitting right there next to him. So give them the same compliment. Right. And we, we, we just get out of... And, and it's not one of those things where okay, if I've re- if, I, if I've received fifty thousand compliments, I don't need to turn to you and give you fifty thousand, but I I do need to acknowledge you. A lot of times we get lazy with our significant. Yes, we do, because we we, we know t- that they know we, it. We take it for granted. We know mm-hmm. that they they know. But it's nice to hear. But we and still want it. We and still we need to we t- crave it. Yeah. Especially like with you and I, I crave when you tell me this because, or when I tell you that because. I enjoy you still. You know, it's not like. And it's not the, oh, you look fucking sexy comment. Right. I, I, I've learned that. Yes. You know. Or, but it's it's because I still crave you because I'm still in love with you. And I, and after all these years, you know, God, I'm surprised. But no, <laughs> but no, you do, you do have to be able to pay those. And now you don't have to match. If somebody gives you 10 compliments, you have to yeah. turn and give me 10 just to make me feel good. Just no, like everything but, you said, this isn't, we, we keep score thing. Right. No, well, no I no. gave you six this week and you only gave me four. Or you got 15, but you didn't give me 15. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a keeping score thing. No. But you do need to make sure that you are acknowledging your yeah. significant other. And just yeah. like when you and I go out, you may be hanging all over 
girls, but you do wander back to me, make sure that you give me a kiss too, and you know, and. What? Don't give away my secrets. No. <laughs> but it, you know, you do have to. You do have to to remember your spouse. You do have to remember your primary, um, and and knowing that they deserve those compliments as well. Um, so let's go on to the next one. Okay, we can do that because that one we can go a lot on to. So this one says. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. My husband and I have been in the lifestyle for a couple of years now, and we're moving towards the poly status. I believe that's the right term to use. But, he, but however, he currently has a girlfriend that is a little demanding of his time and wants to control who he can see and when they can see them, etc. Can you help me out? Okay, so there's a few things here that we need to talk, talk about. <laughs> What is Polly? Because she kind of said, we, oh, I think we're moving in that direction. Right. So Polly, you know, we've done a whole, go back and listen to our episode on Polly. Yeah, we won't go too far into Polly. We're going to do the Cliff Notes version real, real quick. Okay? Yeah. Polly is multiple loving relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's like a serious boyfriend, girlfriend. It's, it, it, it's feels. Yes. It's- we, we, we've got feels for somebody. We love somebody. We've got heartstrings. We, we love somebody. It's multiple loving relationships. Right. Okay. You can determine if you have a hierarchy or not. In Hold that. on. We'll, we'll get to that, okay? I'm just saying. So the basic, the basis of poly is multiple loving relationships. Right. Okay. So this, this person asked. Hold on. Let me get back to this email. She's asking details about this, his, the girlfriend doing things. That falls into what kind of poly you are, okay? Because we we can approach this two different ways, okay? Mm-hmm. There, there's two basic types of poly. There's hierarchy. But poly. I don't think she's talking so much about being poly. They're moving towards that status, but the girlfriend okay, is but, having. But I'm, I'm gonna address this, okay? Okay. The girlfriend's how much say the girlfriend has. Mm-hmm. It depends on what kind of poly we're going to do. Right. Okay. So, I'm I'm trying to explain this. Okay. okay? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, so this this person is asking how much say can the girlfriend have? Right. It depends on your relationship. It depends on what you and your primary discuss. But hold on, the primary might not always have the say. Well. Okay. Let's back that up though. Before they decide to go poly. The girl, the the primary has that point to say, okay, well, we're going to step into it this okay, direction. But yeah, I'm saying, but to me, whenever somebody says that they they have a girlfriend, they're already moving in that direction, right? Okay, so the the talk should should have happened on what we're going to do, okay? Right. To me, if we're moving in, in the girlfriend to Polly, to making it official Polly, mm-hmm. we should already had this talk at home and decided right decided what kind of poly we're going to be okay right so this one i'm going with this okay there's two bases of poly mm-hmm. there's hierarchy poly mm-hmm. and non-hierarchy poly so that determines where you're going to go well, let's explain what the difference is okay hierarchy poly everybody has a position right it's like rungs on a ladder which so, we discussed so, in our other yeah. thing, yeah. So we're hierarchy. 
sin's always going to be the top rung. No matter yes. what other poly relationships I have, she's always going to have final say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and how you do your hierarchy after that is up to you. Right. Some people do it by how long they've been together. If they have multiple poly relationships, there's it, numerous ways of doing it. It's however you want to do it. But your primary is in hierarchy is always your first. Right. Okay. Non-hierarchy, everybody, every relationship's the same. Right. They all have the same say, the same input. There's no right queen or king, basically. Okay? It's everybody's on the same line. Same level. So basically, we turn our ladder sideways, and all the rungs it, are, are the same. It becomes a balance beam where everybody just sits on that balance yeah. beam. Yeah. So instead of the rungs going up mm-hmm. on like a ladder, if we turn our ladder sideways, all the rungs are are the same, right. s- same thing. They're just bars. Okay. So, so how much say this girlfriend has is based on what kind of poly you are. Really. Right. So in our relation, in, in our thing, being hierarchy, one of my girlfriends isn't going to have final say on what I do. Right. Now, I will take their input. I will listen to what they say. But the final say, yes or no, comes mm-hmm. from sin. Right. Demanding a time, that's stuff that needs to be communicated early on in a relationship. Right. You know, this is how much time you're going to get from me. Right. It might vary a little bit from, from week, week, week to week, but, you know. Right. So. When, when I'm negotiating dynamic or poly with somebody, it's like, okay, I can give you one date night a week. Right. If you want more than that. Go somewhere else. Right. You know? Or, 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 or whatever it is. I can give you every other Sunday or, you know, just like me me and my girlfriend. We have once a month. Right. That's how often we get to see each other. Right. And that's that's when she moved for us to keep the relationship. That's what we we negotiated. Right. If, if we couldn't agree to that, then the relationship would have ended. Right. But because we negotiated and set those terms... That's what the agreement is. And, and now how that, that happened, well now, now, there's times where we get lucky and get to see each other more often. Right. That That's a blessing. That's not... Right. So how that happened was when they moved, you said to me, okay, so here's some options. Um, if we want this to continue on, it's gonna it can be once a month. Are you okay with this? Yes, I'm okay with it. From there on out, you guys can decide. And if you came to me later and you'd say... Hey, the opportunity has come up. Is this okay? That's how that hierarchy worked. You come to me, we discuss it, and just like, and then you know, I'm like, okay, you guys can go do whatever. And just like anything, me and her relationships grown. You know, when we first started dating, it was we would have it overnight, right? Every once in a while, then it became, hey, is it okay? Me, 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 and you talked. Is it okay if we do a weekend? Mm-hmm. And then you know. When she lived in OKC, it was like, hey, can I just run down there and see her? Right. You know, it was a to- totally different thing. Right. Whenever she's two hours away, it's like seven hours away. Right. But time time has to be negotiated. Right. It has to be negotiated early. It can't be one of those things where you're in, like in anything, when we're chasing something, 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to, don't think, think that term's wrong. Right. When we're. Because that's ultimately what we're doing. When we're early on in a, trying to get some something going. Yeah, we, we want to spend more time with that person. Yeah. We're going to make. You're, you're building. We're, we're, we're going to make an effort. We might go on a date more often whenever we're right. in that early stage. But whenever we're doing that, we're, we need to be honest with the person. Say, hey, okay, this isn't the way it's going to always be. Right. You know, I, I can't give you every Friday. And so I'm going to stop you there. So with that, if the person knows that, say, for example, you're on the swinger side of things. And that you tell them ahead of time, this is what I do. This is what I am. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to be. Then later on, that person shouldn't be able to come to you and say, well, I don't want you to see anybody else. I don't want you to do this or do that. And you could then at that point say, okay, I hear you. I'm going to talk to my primary because you and I are in a, in a hierarchy and I could then either say, okay, well, if she's going to be this demanding of time, I'm going to have you end it because she knows ahead of time that that is not something she can control. And I've had this discussion with with, with, poly, with poly partners before. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. some, somebody wanting to be more monogamous. Yeah. Okay. And, and you're like. Um, I'm like, okay, when you met me, mm-hmm. you knew who I was. I, I I'm a swinger. I right. like to play. I like to party. That's what you liked whenever. And okay, it's like any any relationship. You know, let, let's talk about. Let's twist this. Okay, hold on a second though. With that one though, y- you said that to her, but at the same time, if she said if she said, but I want you to be monogamous with me, you can say I've hear I'm hearing this, but let me talk to Sin. And, I, and you know, because I want her to know what's going on, I'm going to look at you and go, okay, well, I know no. that's not what you want. And I'm telling you, you can continue being a swinger. You don't have to be monogamous with her. And I my, know. My comment to people like that mm-hmm. is no, because you knew who, who no, I was. No, I know. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Because I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. Uh, no. No. But Because that's not who you are. So many times whenever we're in a relationship, the things that attract us to somebody. Mm-hmm. Ends up being the things that we don't like later. Right. Okay. Let's let's turn this story. Let's see if you remember this story. Oh, jeez. <laughs> our, our son was dating somebody. Hmm. Loved his flirty personality. You know, yes. I don't I don't know where the fuck he gets that from. You know, mm. may maybe his dad. Okay. It could be the mix of us because yeah. he is a good mix okay. of both of us. But. Our son is very flirty. He was mm-hmm. dating this girl in college. Actually, both of them are. Yeah. But I'm just telling the story. Oh, yeah. Our oldest was dating a girl early on in college. Mm-hmm. She loved his flirty pers- per- per- personality mm-hmm. until they started dating, and she got a little jealous. And whenever he would flirt. She got a lot jealous. She got a lot jealous. And the thing that attracted her to him became the thing that she hated. Right. Because it got so bad, he went to spring break and got a picture of a, a girl dancing with him, and she just fucking went. Um, actually, the picture was him standing there with his hands back, like, "Whoa, yeah. I'm not touching." Yeah, and she's just grinding on him, and I mean, you could legit yeah. see him going, "Whoa!" Now he wasn't saying "get away." He was just like, "Whoa!" But a lot but, of times, the thing that attracts us is the thing that we end up 
Just like, so. Well, hold on. On that one, though, it ended up being she was flirting enough that she started cheating on him. Yeah. So. But, but like, time. Mm -hmm. When we're new in a dynamic, new in a relationship, yeah, sometimes somebody's going to get more time. Mm -hmm. But we need to negotiate time. Right. Early on, negotiate Mm-hmm. How the dynamic's going to be, especially in poly, okay? If you're going to be hierarchy, you have to negotiate or ne- discuss whatever mm-hmm. what the rules are going to be. Right. Okay? I'm willing to offer you one night a week. Right. Is that acceptable? If it's not, then you guys need to move on. So so someone like this is trying to control his time, and we've talked to this person, and we, we know that she just... Gets upset anytime he sees some somebody else or talks to somebody else. Yep. But she knew what he was was whenever she got into the dynamic mm-hmm. with him. Yes, early on their dynamic was more one on one, but that always happens. Well, and because the excitement, the fun, and this might sound horrible, but we're chasing that. Right. So we're going to spend a little more time. But, but but when real life kicks in, and and the fact that. She is wanting him to not play with others and be more monogamous with him, with her. But yet she doesn't do the same in return. And to me, that's not a situation where that's, especially when you knew going in that this this is what he does. And his, his primary is absolutely okay with what he does. There can't be a double standard in a dynamic. Right. Especially if you are trying to change it. A dynamic, a polydynamic has to be even on both sides. Right. Any relationship, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Any relationship has to be even. And Okay, I, I can't say that because there are relationships where one plays and the other doesn't. And, but that's you know, by choice sometimes. That, that's by, because that, you and I have been in that situation. That's by design. Hot wife, cuckold, you know, that kind of stuff. Or or even like with you and I. Whatever, you took I, a break, yeah. Yeah, or I just don't play but, as much, period. But there's there can't be a double standard. Right. There could be negotiated things where, yes, you're going to play, I'm not going to for right now because I get off on whatever. Mm-hmm. But we can't have a double standard where I'm going to go out and do whatever I want and you have to do what I want. No, that that's right. like any relationship. That's not going to fucking work. Right. We can't be double standard. We can't be. That would be like me going, you know what? Um, you played for a lot longer, so now you can't play and I get to. I got to catch up. It's not a scorekeeping thing. Right. We're not keeping score. It's not. And it's not being. You um, played 312 times and I played seven. Right. And then it's not also going to be where it. what's good for you is, is not good for me type of thing. or. But as we talk, you know, we're in a hierarchy poly. Mm-hmm. So, all this stuff, sin's got to, mm-hmm. if somebody's trying to demand my time. I can look at that and go, um, you and I, now, will I respect your coming to me and saying, hey, um, this person's wanting more time, and my thoughts are, okay, I should probably give her some more because I haven't been able to give her as much as I we had originally had talked about. And I can still look at you and go, well, I don't think right now is a good time because of 
whatever, you know, because maybe Bob has a broken foot and we're trying to take care of Bob or something. And it it just isn't going to work time-wise. And I'm not going to try to make, you know, life even harder. But at the same point, I could say, no, I, I just don't like this person's attitude right now. And I don't feel like that they've deserved to have an extra time. I'm not typically that kind of a person, but, but it can be. But I mean, and, and when somebody has that re- repeat history mm-hmm. of trying to manipulate your, the time, trying to manipulate the situation, or 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 abuse your kindness for whatever reason, and and take try to take advantage of you. Sometimes, as the other person's part, as the other as the primary to the person, mm-hmm. it's time for us to step up and say say something. Yeah, some like. This, this situation. This wife needs to contact the girlfriend and say, "Okay, I've watched this. I've seen. I've this. let him do, and do. I've let him made enough of the decisions, and now I'm stepping in. Yeah, because I've I've told you before, <clears throat> you know, in past you've had girlfriends that have had some attitude, and I've me. No, you didn't. They have. I never dated anybody about the attitude. <laughs> no, never. But. At, at the same point, I've told you, okay, if shit doesn't change, I'm going to go and say something to her. And you're like, let me handle it. I'm like, I have let you handle it. She's got this much time, and then she's done. Yeah. You know, and I will go say something. But as the primary to, to the other person. Yes. Sometimes it's our job. Because we're a team. To step up and, for a better word, protect our partner. Right. Yes. If somebody's manipulating them, if somebody's trying to... Or trying to. Trying or... to manipulate them. It's time for us to step up and say, hey, and even this though... is what I see. Yeah. We don't appreciate it. Just like in this situation, this is what you were attracted to when you first met this guy. Right. And this... He's th- not changing because of you. No. And this gentleman has dealt enough with her and, and has been tr- done more than enough to be... I don't want to say abiding, yeah. but, you know, being respectful to her and trying to give her what she wants. And I, I'm like you. I think that the wife just needs to kind of go, hmm. All right. I'm his wife. And him and I have already talked. And this is who he was when you met him. And I'm telling you, he's going to continue to be this way. If you can't handle this... You need to move on. Yep. I agree. Simple as that. I mean, it's not simple, but it is simple. Yeah, it's simple. I mean, it is. But the key key to this, like we are saying earlier, this stuff needs to be negotiated and discussed early. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't talk about this stuff. We just jump into a dynamic. Yeah. And, and too often do we not think about, okay, wait, we should probably... Or even if you haven't talked about it right off because you... Oh, crap, we didn't even think about that. Okay, well, from here going forward, this is what I think we should probably yeah. do. The more that we can discuss early on, mm-hmm. the less problems we're going to have later. It's like any, re- any relationship. Yes. You know, if if you're single and, and you're dating, the more that you can be up front with somebody yeah, and work through stuff, the better off to, if you're getting married, whatever, you know, the yeah. more you can talk before you get married, the better off it's going to be, you know? Yeah. If you sit for, I, I don't like the term but if you can set rules right guidelines guidelines the more guidelines you can set yes 
until you become at a spot where, like now, you talk to me about anything and everything that goes on with people you've met or, you know, just in but, passing but, you or... Know, we, we talk about we don't have rules, but we do have guidelines and ex- expectations. Right. And and every dynamic communication. I have, every dy- dynamic I have has guidelines and expectations. Sa- same with me, you know. Um, ex- expectations. I'm, I'm using that word a lot now since we did our mm-hmm. show a few weeks ago. On but it, but even still, like expectations though. Any any person you have a dynamic with, or any future girlfriend, or whatever. The expectation that. If, I have, well, hold on, that I have for you two is for me to know that you are going to talk to her and set those guidelines up front, and my expectation for her is to follow them, and if she becomes too much, then I step in, because that's my responsibility. If if we don't set those expectations, the other person's not going to know. So if I'm talking to a girl, and we're moving towards poly, or Mm -hmm. a, a relationship, or dynamic, whatever it is... And I don't give her the expectations that I want, whether it be you know polydynamic or mm-hmm. a dom sub. You know, if I'm wanting you to set up a scene every time I we seen, if I'm not telling you that, I can't get upset mm-hmm. about that because no. we haven't talked about it. No, I have to set those expectations. We have to talk about the expectations and decide is this going to work for us. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, though, for example, with this this particular email. If they had not set up expectations and this pops up. They need to sit down and talk about it. Right. They need to sit down and talk about it and then say, okay, this is still, again. Okay, so so, so this. This is my, the guy should go to the, to the girlfriend. These are my time expectations. These are what my expectations are. If this isn't going to work, mm-hmm. let's be done now. Right. I hate to say that, but. And, and. I feel knowing these people because, you know, they wanted to talk about, they wanted advice. So they emailed us and said, okay, hey, I feel personally that the the amount of, um, I say disrespect for his wife is there. Is, there's a lot there. I feel like she is trying to step into that role and maybe is abusing his kindness and is taking advantage of him. And I, and I don't feel that that is something I feel like that's a situation in which it should be at a, Whoa, let's put some brakes on this until we figure out what's actually going on. And we, we know who this is. Right. We speak a little more. And part of the problem too is the hierarchy wasn't explained in the beginning. But I don't think that um, he's never led that that wasn't a thing either, though. I, I mean, do you think that that was? I don't. I think at one time he wanted to be non non hierarchy, mm. and the wife didn't, so it became. But then those two talked about it, yeah. and and that yeah. changed. So it's just got to be. But like anything, we have the right to change. Right. We have the right to change but, our rules. But when those rules change, we have to renegotiate with everybody that they affect. Right. And and ultimately, so so we have if to reset those, the expectations. Right. So if those two were originally a non-hierarchy, 
and the wife came to him and says, you know what, I want this changed, she can still pull that card. Oh, yeah, she can. Because that is their marriage. And I know, which then kind of puts it back into the hierarchy. But that's, that's separating a marriage versus all the rest. That is going, I'm not liking it over here. See, and, and in our we, marriage, we speak we, like this because we're hierarchy. Right. If we were non-hierarchy, we might talk different. We might. I personally, I don't understand non-hierarchy. I, I don't either. So. Because <laughs> little man wants attention all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just our, our views on, yeah. on both these. Hopefully you got something out of it. And remember, people, this is just our views, our points of view, our beliefs and things. And so hopefully what we say gets you discussing it with, with your partner. Right. If you're thinking about Polly. <coughs> listen, listen to or not. or just take take some stuff and start talking. OK, are, are we going to be this? Are we going to be that? What are our expectations? Right. Don't, don't call them rules because we all get caught up in fucking rules. Guidelines, expectations. expectations. What's your expectation of me with somebody else? What's your expectation of how my dynamics going to going to be? Because expectations are, are, are easier to explain than rules. Right. Because we get caught up on, oh, if I break a rule, this or that. If expectations not met, we we, we we just keep moving forward and and fix it. Right. It's not a big of a deal. If I break a rule, then we're gonna. It's like going back to school. I broke the fucking rule, so I'm gonna get punished. No, right. so, sometimes expectations just don't get met or get whatever. Right. It's not life or death, but we're gonna. Fix it just it. means we need to regroup. Yeah. And talk. So, but discuss it with your partner. Right. Talk, 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 talk. Like we've said before, comprehensive communication. Yes. So hopefully you got something out, out of this rambling, this rant. So a couple of things that hit close to home for us. So. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out Alt Playground. Yep. Got net. Sign up. Get active. Get on our, our community. Then you'll find out all about our world tour. Right. Our okay. US too, or whatever. <laughs> We're going for fucking see the shine, shine and see, motherfuckers. So, yeah. Um, check that out. Full swap shop. Go go order your swag so you're yeah. party ready. Full, full swap radio. Go listen We're to all, all the stuff. We're on there every Friday. So go go check us out. But check out the other podcasts. They're all oh, great. Yeah. Get them all. We love them all. But mostly. Go book your fucking room for Pod Pod Bash. Mm-hmm. Get signed up today. I want to see all the sexy people there. We want to. We want this thing to be a a shit show party. Okay? Right. Get signed up now because the rooms are gonna gonna be gone and you're gonna be staying down down the street and just coming. Right. If you want to be part of the the thing there, get your room booked now. There's gonna be a lot of fun things happening. It's gonna be gone. So get signed up. Shoot us an email. Tell us what what room room you got, so we can figure out what rooms we're gonna go fucking get drinks at. Okay, right? Because we're gonna we're gonna fucking do this thing up. Okay, yes. Podbashevents.com. Yes. So, thanks, guys, for tuning in. As always, keep it kinky. Keep it kinky. <laughs>